Hola, hola. Welcome to Truth Serum with Gadi. In a world where being yourself and embracing who you are has become a lost art, listen in while I have real conversations, drop some truth bombs, and have a lot of fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. what's going on everyone welcome back it is episode two i'm really excited about today's topic we are talking about relationships and dating in the 21st century Ooh, oy vey so my inspiration for today's topic was this show that i saw on netflix it was called it's called single wives and they're all divorced We have a divorcee who married too young and realized that that wasn't the person for her. Another divorcee who was cheated on. Another divorcee from an arranged marriage who just wasn't, you know, I guess in love with the person. And then we had a a widow. So it captures a broad background of singleness. And then they have this dating expert named Matthew Hussey and he guides them through dating, including pointing out their flaws. And let me just say, within the first hour, I was like, oh no, I do that. So it's definitely insightful for all my single people. I also have a girlfriend of mine, Hilda, joining me. She is a divorced woman in her 40s who did have a long-term relationship after, but is back on the dating scene for the past few years now. So Hilda, how has it been getting back out there? Spill it, girl. What are your thoughts on dating and relationships? So the first thing I would say about dating is that at this age, um, I would have thought and imagined that it would be easier because now I'm dealing with a more Mm -hmm. mature, I would say, men. Um, But (laughs) that is not the case. (laughs) I mean, I've dealt with um, very mature men. um, But a lot of times the dating has become very difficult, I believe, because there's a lot of inconsistencies because sometimes I feel like people are not ready to make that full commitment because that's what you have to do when you're in a relationship. And a lot of people are -hmm. are not willing to do that, be a hundred percent genuine with you where I'm giving my all to a commitment where I was in my last relationship. Then I feel like I shouldn't pursue something for the long haul when I know I I'm not going to reciprocate that to you. Um, so, but right. a lot of things, a lot of times I believe it's because um, there are a lot of options or I believe a lot of times um, people, they want a commitment, but then again, mm-hmm. they want to continue to live the single life. If that's what you want to do, right. then why pursue something with someone if you're not, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm up front when it comes to that. And I'm like, look, this is, I want to mm-hmm. get to know you as a friend um, first, because I believe that that's the way you establish any relationship just to see, you know, what their goals mm-hmm. are and see if their purpose in life, you have to do that. I believe in courtship, basically. I believe that we have to get to know mm-hmm. each other in order for us to make that commitment because we have to see that our journeys are going to align, you know? So a lot of right. times, a lot of people don't want to take the time to do that. And that's where it's all like, oh, wait a minute, you're you're thinking traditional. That's not how it works nowadays. This is the modern age. Right. So I don't think it's just you. Um, I really do feel that dating in today's world is super duper hard. I'm 32. My last long term relationship was four years ago. 
and I've kind of dated here and there, but nothing that has really yielded any fruit. Um, but for me, I think it's the same thing. I think that there's so many options and I think that people want the benefits of a relationship and getting to know someone. But when it's getting, when it's starting to get serious, when things are starting to become like, oh, this is happening. I think people get scared. I think people don't really communicate everything up front. And that's what creates the problems. For me, that's what creates a lack of respect. I'm a firm believer that you know what you want within the first few minutes of a date, within the first few minutes of even, dare I say, a conversation. Maybe that's a little far-fetched, but you know, speaking for myself, I've had conversations on the phone where I knew the first day, I was like, uh, I don't know, something's just not there. Like You can just kind of tell, right? And I let it go on for a week, just talking on the phone, doing the video chats. And when I met the guy, it was the same thing. It just wasn't there for me. But I am very straightforward as well. And I messaged him, you know, after. And I told him, you know, hey, nice meeting you. I just didn't feel a connection. And I even went as far, you know, to say, I don't know if what I'm looking for even exists anymore, <laughs> but I'm, I'm willing to still kind of hold out for that and wait for that. The trouble comes where we invest the time, but we're not making clear like, hey, let's just get to know each other before anything and see what happens. Hey, where's it going? Hey, why haven't I heard from you? And, and then these are where the problems come up because no one's committed. Yeah. But there was, there was a space at some point that was created making you think that, you know, things are going to go farther. And then they ghost you. Like, who invented <laughs> ghosting? Why is this a thing? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you are guilty, Hilda. You're the worst. I am. I am kind of guilty. About but I believe I'm also straightforward about it, too. Like, I'll say, like, you know, I'm not ready for that. Or like I'll if I'm if I'm constantly sharing my feelings, my thoughts, and I'm constantly trying to get your input on things, and I feel like you're not trying to meet me halfway, then I feel then what's the sense if it's not being genuine, then what's the sense of continuing even a friendship with you? Um, and that's when I'll like basically right. go through and be like, you know what, this is not a person who I find genuine to even have a friendship with because if you're not being honest, I'm gonna be straightforward and I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. Like, mm -hmm. I'll say, like, you know, this is, I feel like we're not ready for this at the moment. Cause sometimes you might not be ready because that person may be looking for something and you're looking mm -hmm. for something else and your journey is not mm -hmm. gonna be aligned. So, um, I feel like right. I've been straightforward when it comes to things like that. Like, I don't like ghost you, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, you know, I don't want to, I don't, <laughs> like, I do have those conversations and I'll bring it up, like, oh, this is why this is not working out. Cause I feel like mm -hmm. I'm an overthinker. And also, I like to have, um, like, I don't like to end things on a bad note. You know what I mean? I like to, I like to right, um, right. express myself so that that way we can both know. Like, sometimes I want to get your feedback too. Like, I want to know what are the things mm -hmm. that I'm doing that maybe I'm not recognizing and acknowledging in myself that 
you know yeah so uh-huh yeah i would love yes. to know that i would love to know that like if, if i would love for someone to be like hey and you know i've only had one person ever do that <laughs> they kept that same person told me you are an alpha female and you need an alpha male someone who can handle you and i don't know if that's in my delivery or maybe just how straightforward I am or because of how independent I am. And I wonder if in, independent women really do intimidate men and to what extent. So we are overthinkers. That was one of the things that Matthew Hussey, um, the dating expert said, and it's true. We are the overthinking comes with the whole lack of yes, communication. Definitely. You leave so much gray space that it's like, how can I not think X, Y, and Z? And even, even if that means that I'm thinking the best of you, it can go either way. Yes. I think anything in life, anything in life is flipping a coin. But my problem is um, if we're having conversations, if we've invested time, I shouldn't have to wonder too much. Yeah, you know, yes. when you interview for a job, <laughs> you are prepared for that job, right? You want that job. You're putting in the time and the effort. You're sending a thank you note. You're letting them know you're interested. And for some reason, you know, and anything in life, it's like, first of all, we all make time for what we want oh, to make time definitely. For. I was about to say that. And two... <laughs> Two, anything worth having is going to require work. We, we know all these things and principles and we apply them to our, our daily life and our goals and acquiring things. But when it comes to the, the thing that matters the most, you know, a relationship, a partner that we really do for sure. And it's because times have changed so much. Like you said, we have online dating, which I think is like the primary because, I mean, I don't remember the last time I met someone outside. It was either through someone, but to say like, hey, I met someone at the park, <laughs> you know, or I met someone, you know, I don't know, maybe a salsa or something. It's very rare to meet people in social settings. Online dating is hard is. as well because you, you don't get past a couple of sentences and then they ghost you. They ghost you on the freaking dating app. We think the grass is greener on the other side. And again, I don't say this to say, don't be true to yourself. If you're not feeling something, if it's not your cup of tea, if you don't see that you guys' plans align, you know, continue. Absolutely not. Because you have to see where the other person fits in your life. You have to see is this person someone I want on my team? Because we're all trying to win at life, right? So it makes sense that we will want the right person on our mm -hmm. team, you know? What, are, what, what do they have that I don't have in terms of strengths and weaknesses? So speaking of, when was the last time you met someone and where? Because, I mean, like I said, it's hard to meet people out and about. And then we can talk a little bit more about online dating later. So when was the last time I met someone? Where? Where? Okay, so uh, this is actually an old friend of mine. So I can't really say like I met someone new. Like we, ha the connection started online via Facebook, of okay. course. 
So it started, <laughs> so the connection started online via Facebook, and then I guess you know they how they say nowadays they slid in my inbox, and then that's how that's how the connection. And that's how um we reconnected as far as like getting more closer again because I guess before we didn't hang out, so it was nothing personal. Um, we just knew each other for a very long time, so then like you know speaking through dm that's when we got to know each other deeper and then that's how we started speaking on the phone and seeing each other and so forth mm-hmm. so that's how it all started <laughs> so now did this person did this person make their intentions clear i'm going to and i'm going to start asking that more often you know it's funny because <laughs> i had a man ask me that like what are your intentions and i'm like i don't know <laughs> just yet but I think it's a great question because we should know, like, hey, where are you in your life? What are you looking for? You know, do you just want someone to chill with? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't need friends. I don't, I don't yeah. need guy friends. But I would love for my person to be a friend, of course, to be my best friend. But I don't believe in friendships of the opposite sex. And I know you have a lot to say about that. <laughs> but first... Did, the, did your friend ever make his intentions clear or, you know, how, how did that look? How long did it take for anything to be kind of like known? Was it just kind of casual? It was casual. As it, was casual. it was a natural okay. thing. It was just a natural thing, a casual okay. thing. Then, yeah, the little flirting started. Um, but, of course, it was casual and natural as far as, like, we knew um, that we – I mean, we weren't looking to be committed to each other. We weren't looking for a relationship. It was just a natural thing because we knew each other. And then the flirting started. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one thing led to another. And that's how. Um, but as far as, like, like his intentions or my intentions, I think none of us even knew it was going to go there. Like, you know, that that was going to happen. Okay. But what I think is he pursued me first. So if your intentions were mm-hmm. not for anything to come out of this and you wanted to keep the friendship, then why pursue me and kiss me? You know what I mean? And ruin yeah, the friendship. Yeah, why ruin something that was so natural and so like, and I feel like I'm still trying to keep that friendship and I'm just trying to get like honest feedback from him because we know each other for so many years. And I feel like at this point, it's like a lot of games are being played and it's not a genuine thing. So I'm like, listen, like we need to talk about this. Cause I want to know, I would like to keep the friendship because on a spiritual level, I believe, you know, we have, we share the same faith and we're in our forties. You know what I mean? So we should be mature enough to have these conversations. We're grown. And you yeah. know, I want to know um, what's going on because where do we leave our friendship? You know, I don't want to ruin that. I mean, mm-hmm. even though, one of my mm-hmm. friends said um, to me today was um, the, there's no more friendship now because you've already crossed those boundaries. Exactly. So it's like, why even go there and try to keep this person as a friend? And I believe it's because we have a spiritual um, journey that we're both trying to seek. So I feel like these conversations should be addressed because if you weren't interested in me then why did you pursue me in that way and why you know play the games that that you play instead of just being I feel like Mm -hmm. 
I feel like you're living my life right now, but no. <laughs> Once you get to a certain age, I don't know if, if you agree with me or not, but looking back, would you have preferred for intentions or just more clarity on where you guys were in your life as opposed to kind of going with the flow? Everyone loves to go with the flow. Yeah. But I think that that's, I think to me, that's like anything without direction, you're going to hit unnecessary bumps. Yeah, definitely. You know, like I know a lot of people that love to go fishing. If you don't know where you're going and you end up where there's no fish, what's the point of going fishing? Back in the day, there was no GPS. You just remembered, right? You took the time to make a note to focus on the direction. Mm. You knew where you was going. But at some point, you had to stop and ask again. Stop at the gas station. Hey, am I going the right way? Mm-hmm. You got the directions in the beginning, but at some point, you want to make sure that you're still on track. And I think that's how we need to regard our relationships. Again, we just, what's wrong with asking questions? You know, I think there's this negative connotation attached to having conversations it's all this pressure and what pressure no one's holding you to anything you need to be able to have conversations you need to be able to ask the questions whether it hurts whether it's the answer that you're not looking for or not at least you know and if you want to continue in a situation now you know what it is and that's on you Mm. the problem comes is when we stay quiet and we hope for a different outcome. One person can be hoping that the question never comes, right? So they never have to address it. And the other person may, may hope things will change. But if we're not addressing these things and saying what it is that we want and where we are, how can we be better for each other? Yeah. How can we be, how can we be what the other person needs, you know? I know a lot of people also are split on expectations. Don't expect anything. You have expectations. I think expectations are good. I think that they set boundaries. I don't think anything is wrong with having expectations. They set standards. They set boundaries. I think that expectations can be healthy. I completely disagree that expectations are bad. What do you think about expectations? Because that's something that really like gets my blood boiling. I hate that people have used it in a way to kind of protect themselves mm. from, from having the finger pointed at them wrongly. Mm. I believe a lot of people don't you know? want to hold accountability. And that's why they don't Ex- want to yes. have these, um, these conversations expectations. Either, these conversations <laughs> about expectations because a lot of times um they don't want you to know what they really feel because they want to keep you around some people want to keep you around you have good energy yeah. they want to keep you around they want to keep you around life suckers yeah like yeah, life life suckers. Suckers <laughs> and they want to um see you and probably they're dating someone else at the same time so they're like wait let me keep right. my options open because I like this person because of this, but then I like this one because of that. And let's see which one, you know what I mean? And then if that one doesn't work out, oh, let me just get another one. And I feel like if that's what you want, then that's fine. But just be upfront about it. You know what I mean? Because right. there's more 
respect when that happens. You can end things more gracefully right. when that happens. Why ruin something where right. you had that connection? And then it's like, wow, you know, what did I do wrong? Um, even though I, I try not to question myself when it comes to that anymore, because a lot of times I feel like I do um, confront situations and I don't like, I don't expect for you to tell me these things, but I try to, um, I guess, apply the pressure to get those. Qu- no, let me stop. I don't apply pressure. But, <laughs> but I feel like if you have those conversations, whatever's in the heart is going to come out one way or another. So mm-hmm. at that moment, you don't know things until it hits the fan. You know what I mean? That saying, like, you don't know shit. Oh, things <laughs> happen when it hits the fan. And I don't want to wait mm-hmm. for that moment, you know? I wanna I wanna address things now so that we can get to know each other on a deeper level and be basically if you do um decide this is not working out, I want something else, then we can still stay connected as friends. And I feel like that's when um because we do have different um beliefs on that friendship thing. <laughs> you know? But yeah. I feel like if you're dating someone and you're just getting to know them and it's like it doesn't reach that level of intimacy or whatever, you can continue to be yeah. friends, you know? Abs- absolutely. This is one of my biggest things. I can maintain a friendship with someone who doesn't sell me a dream. Exactly. But if you put time and energy into that and you really had no intention of that, just trying to see if you could get me in another place, that's not cool, you know? And I know that you mentioned, you know, how the, I guess the people or the men you've dated recently have been in their forties. And I think that's so disheartening. You know, I too, I actually prefer dating older, older men in hopes that they would be a little more mature and ready for the same things that I want, but it's it's not the case. And that's, what's really maybe, you know, just more so intrigued than like uh, what other women's experiences are. And you know, coming from you, that you are, you know, older than me, very early 40s, you know, what does that look like? And, and how, how does that, you know, change anything for that matter? I will say this, I am not, I don't believe in friendships. Um, most guys that wanted to be my friend had some kind of romantic interest in me. And so it wasn't going to be a pure friendship, you yeah. know? If I do have any friends then it's just that, a friendship. Nothing has happened between us. There wasn't any, you know, romanticism involved. It wasn't, it, it's just weird to me. I don't know, it's weird to me to try to maintain a friendship with someone that you were romantically involved with, you know, in terms of talking about a future or even kissing. I don't know, it's just weird to me. I don't, I don't believe in it. I. No one has ever really tried to be my friend to be my friend. So if I have a friend, they're like legit my friend. Or it was super cool. And again, there was no selling of any dreams or, you know, pretending to be someone that you weren't. Uh, And I think that's also a thing too. You know, just telling you what you want to hear to be in your space. And that's not, that's not cool. You should be able to say where you are and respect if someone isn't there. You know, just say it. You don't you don't lose anything. You know, you can possibly find someone who is in your space, who who is down for what you're down for. 
but I'm, it's really hard for me to maintain friendships. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's just not my thing. It's not my cup of tea. I want my friendships to be friendships. I don't want them to be these false ships that we kind of just hang on to because we're worried about our reputation or I'll be your friend. No, I don't, I don't need a friend. We were getting to know each other in that way. And now you want to be my friend. No, that's not what I signed up for. So now it's kind of like I'm settling, right? Because now I'm settling for a friendship. But is it really a friendship? Because I think for me, it's like over time, this false ship. And did I make a new word? I think I did. This is the new entanglement, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this, this false ship, it fizzles out over time. It does. Friends, friends to me are friends that check up on me. Our friends who I'm taking care of something, I just need a little time, but come back. That don't, you know, go MIA. Mm. That's a friendship. But if, if, you're, if we're going to say friendship just so that we kind of end on a good note when we really have no intention of being someone's friend, I, I don't need, I'm a woman who knows what I want. I'm not looking for friends of the opposite sex plus I don't trust it you know I think there's just too much temptation and you have to guard your heart and who you let into your space to say hey this is a friend you know that you know you have pure intentions so that's where I stand on false ships (laughs) (laughs) that makes a lot of sense though it really does yeah I basically continued my friendship um with I would say a lot of my exes or whatever, when it comes down to the point where they're very honest, I respect Mm -hmm. honesty, you know, this ain't working out. Um, We have a mutual agreement. um, And we say, look, we're going to respect and we're going to keep these boundaries. I know that we've crossed them in the past, but now this is our new path. This is our new journey together. You know, we're going to remain friends. Um, We don't have that connection Mm -hmm. anymore. You know what I mean? So that's why We've Mm -hmm. been able to maintain friendships and respect for each other. But when it comes to dishonesty and a person hurts you um, in a way where they sell you these dreams or a way to cheat on you or something like that, that's when the betrayal ruins the friendship because now you don't trust them. So how can you respect someone that you do not trust to move forward with even as a friend, you know? Um, But I feel like when we have these deep conversations, We've come to the conclusion, listen, let's end this more gracefully. We've been a part of each other's life. And I feel like they were a part of my journey. You know, they were a part of helping me grow in some type of way. So when we're able to have these conversations and we're able to address them as adults, then we can continue the friendship. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times I want to continue to be friends and I want to know, you know, what you feel, um, why it didn't work out, you know? Um, one thing mm-hmm. I've heard is, oh, you deserve better. So what do you mean I deserve better? We're in the, tw- we're in 2020, right, Hilda? Yeah. We're in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, these things don't come along like, like that at anymore. All. They're they very hard. At all. So when you find something rare, you pick it up and you hold it for yourself. Like you don't find a willing, a winning lottery ticket and say, Give it to the next person. I mean, I wouldn't do that. Even if I'm a little, you know, messed up, I'm going to keep that lottery ticket. We're going to figure it out along the way. 
So, yeah, that's that's a tough it, one. It what tough. does that mean? You can do to better. Me, to to me, that means their way out of the relationship. Like they don't want to commit to you because if well, I think also it's that I think it's both, right? I mean, obviously they don't want to commit to you, but they don't want to do the work either because everyone has it in them. Everyone has it in, and I've made changes myself. I've made changes. I have said, you know what? Let me listen more and let me see if there's some things that I can change that can change the demographic of what this situation looks like or, you know, just the relationship, how we communicate. And I saw that it made an impact. And so I think that we have to be open to change. But the thing is, people don't want to work these days. What has happened over the years with social media and this whole instant gratification and having everything at our fingertips is what people expect in relationships. And it's just not the case. You know, we, you have to be willing to work in the early stages in order to make it somewhere. And then, of course, the work is going to continue. Definitely. You know, you don't just you don't just plant seeds and hope that something's going to come from it. You need to make sure that it's good soil. You need to water it. You need to make sure there's enough sunlight or whatever the case. I'm not a gardener by any means. But even when you do um, see the fruit, you have to make sure that it's getting, that it's still maintained. You have to cut and all that stuff. So there's always going to be work. And I think that's really what it is. People don't want to work. And... I will acknowledge, too, that a lot of people just aren't in a place to receive and give certain things. And I totally respect that. But then you need to be by yourself. Definitely. You need to be by yourself and you need to be in a place where you are ready, willing, and able to be in something. But a lot of people just want a body. And when I say a body, that means just a person there whether it's to talk, whether, you know, it's to talk about romantic feelings, whether it's just to hang out. Sometimes we just want the company and that's why we get caught up in, into these things where it's like, well, I don't want anything or this or that, you know? Well, we can just keep it totally light and that's where we can have those friendships. And these are all principles that in dating we have to practice. Yeah, it's interesting times for sure. But we've spoken about online dating and dating in the 21st century and honesty and all that stuff. Now, I'm going to quote Matthew Hussey right now. And he says, I'm a big believer in the idea that love lives. Oh, that love lives don't just happen by chance. They happen because we do the right things and we develop a deep sense of confidence in ourselves. He's also quotes a lot creating your own fairy tale and I love that I love that because a lot of things don't happen by chance um it's making that conscious decision of hey I want to do this with you and it's about making a choice I was just about to you know yeah it's 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 a choice that we make and we have to just be fully present in our own lives to say hey you know, just like I said before, like, where am I? Where do I want to be? How do I get there? And creating that. 
and creating your fairy tale, creating your story, you know, whether there's a story that's already there with the person or saying, hey, like, I want to build with you. I want you on my team. Let's do this, you know. So I really love that. Um, I don't think that everything, you know, these dating experts say apply necessarily to my life, but I'm very open to listening to what people have to say. You know, I've always been that way. I might not always apply everything, but I'm open and I'm open to, to making some tweaks to see if hey, maybe that's why I'm still single, you know, because at some point you start to wonder, and I know if I have any single people here listening, um, you're not alone. Like, it's tough. It's tough. You know, you can be a widow. You can be a divorcee. You can be a single mom, whatever the case is. It doesn't change the fact that things are just different these days. And so that's why I wanted to hop on with my girl Hilda and just talk about relationships. They're hard. They're messy, but at the end of the day, I think we all just want the same thing, you know, just happiness, whatever that looks like for two people, because I will say that too, that it's what works for, for both people. It's teamwork exactly, and it's about how do we make this work for the both of us? It's not one person saying, Hey, I'm not there yet or something like that. It's, Hey, where are we both? What are we both willing to do? Where are we willing to meet each other? That's how you take it further. For me personally, because I've experienced that in my last two, I don't want to say entanglement, <laughs> endeavors. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't entanglements. <laughs> they, they were just, you know, dating and getting to know people. Um, but yeah, I think for me, that was the big thing, you know, not so much where one person is, but where are we both? Because if you want someone in your life, you have to be able to, there has to be that balance. So you have to have balance. But yeah, I mean, listen, I fall off the horse, but I've met a lot of great people and I've learned about myself throughout the process. And I'm going to keep getting back on the horse and we'll see what happens. I know that God is, working things out for me. And, you know, this is just me showing up, me being an active participant in my dating life, because I also don't believe that he's just going to knock on my door. It may still happen, but I, that's not going to be everyone's story. And so I'm just an active participant. And, you know, you get out there and you talk to people and you meet and you go for a cup of coffee and you see what's going on. And, and, and it helps you identify what you're looking for in a person. And, Maybe, you know, for me, I may sometimes go outside of the realm that I'm used to. And it's good because it helps me re recenter myself and say, yeah, that's really not for me. Or maybe it opens up my eyes. I think it's all about, you know, trial and error. So as we close out here, what do you want to leave the people with? You have more years on me, <laughs> even though we're you know, two women dating in the same, in the same dating era. But what do you want to say? What are your like final thoughts? I believe that loyalty is rare. I believe that it's all about loyalty. It's all about a lot of people um, don't hold integrity the way they should nowadays, because I believe that when they can have these honest conversations with 
um, you know, someone who they potentially see as a partner or they're able to speak about these things, you know, but it has to be something within themselves. I believe that the issue is not really us. I believe that a lot of times um, they don't have their priorities straight, you know. So I believe that integrity is the first thing that people need to consider, you know, like consider the person's feelings, consider that you may be hurting the people, consider that you want to treat others the way you would like to be treated. So when they apply Mm -hmm. these things into their life, it's easier to date, you know, Um, I would like for you to have these conversations when it comes to a man's perspective, you know, because we're just giving insight from our end. And I've had right. these conversations with a lot of males and, you know, a lot of them will tell me like, oh, yeah, this is this and this is that. This is why I don't want to date this and so and so. Yeah. And I don't want to bring up yeah. those topics because I believe that that's their yeah. point of view, you know. But from my point of view, mm-hmm. a lot of times um, it's always been an integral thing. Like, you know, the way right. they're living their life, they don't even know what they want because they're yeah. not even... Um, applying these things in their life they're just basically mm-hmm. like just going with the flow going with the flow do you have do you have an example of integrity um uh, let's see i have one but i wanted to give you the the floor since these are kind of like your closing points um i want to hear yours first <laughs> <laughs> so when you say integrity and integral for me it was me being interested in someone and not pursuing it. And even people saying, oh, you guys are being cute together and all that stuff. Not pursuing it because I didn't feel like I was in a good place in my life. I wasn't ready for them. And I didn't want to drag them into whatever mess Scotty was in. You know, just mentally, physically drained from whatever. I didn't feel like... I was up to par, if that makes sense. Yes. I wasn't in the best place for them. So when you were talking about integrity and all that, that just reminded me of that. And I don't know if that's the angle that you were going for. Um, It's similar to the angle I was going for. um, But what I do mean by integral is like, just basically putting yourself, yeah, putting yourself out there, like what you don't want done to you. You know what I mean? If I don't want it done to me and I hold my, self accountable for things and with the integrity in my life like I don't want to to have a bad reputation you know I don't want to break someone's heart I'm gonna consider these things before I even start something you know right and I think that's where where I can make the comparison that I couldn't even entertain it because I knew that I wouldn't be what they needed me to be and that's weird because that's the first time I ever felt like that And so that's why I guess I'm relating from this different perspective. Hopefully it'll give insight. I didn't feel ready. I didn't feel like I was in a good place. So why even start? But I was able to recognize that in myself. We just have to be honest with ourselves. You know, I've spent many years alone and months and just rocking out by myself. And I know that a lot of people don't have that though, but then we need to just be careful who we drag into our mess. Exactly. You know, that's um, because it becomes a slippery slope and it's sad. And that's why so many people get hurt. And 
I'll let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I tell people. Like, I want to get to know you deeper. I want to get to know who you are. What is it that you want, you know? And I basically like to observe things and just listen. And I basically sometimes even give them a little bit of what I've been through. And I've been through a lot of stuff, you know? Like, this yeah. dating thing is not new. But I just want it to be something. Like, I'm not just looking for someone just to just pass time with I'm I'm trying to find my husband you know like yeah I, like, I'm not trying to lose focus on my goals and stuff like that or you know like I have my own goals my own focus I'm, I don't think I'm looking for love I'm so comfortable being alone um like I've become so I think I've become too comfortable with being alone that sometimes it's kind of hard to let people in but at the same time, I'm willing mm-hmm. to do it. But let's let's start let's start things right. slow. Let's get to know each other. You know, tell me what what mm-hmm. you want. Tell me what you're looking for. I can tell you what I you know like get to know a person on a deeper level. You know, yeah, because that that's yeah. so important to me. Consistency is the yeah. thing that I tell people the most. Like, just be consistent. Continue to be consistent. You know, right. and once that yeah. inconsistency starts, it's like you know who draws the line now like oh because you're bringing up something that we discussed already from the beginning oh so now what you're tired of of pursuing me like what you're trying to move on like let's have these conversations let's just you know because if it doesn't work out we're still learning you're learning I'm learning you know yeah I'm always I always tell people guard your heart because of this because it's hard like you have to guard your Mm -hmm. heart because I believe that love is a choice a relationship is a choice. Mm-hmm. We choose, um, mm-hmm. you know, what we want. So I feel like we have to mm-hmm. keep our heart guarded because of it. A lot of people, they may not want to hurt me intentionally. You know what I mean? It could be an unintentionally mm-hmm. because of what they've been through, you know? So there, mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of trauma in their life when it comes to relationships, a lot of insecurities, a lot of, you know, they've been cheated on. It's a lot of things that broken people can't get into a committed relationship because of those things too so you know you have to have these topics these conversations about these topics because you're getting to know each other on a deeper level that's more or less how you know so I'm like wait a minute now I'm kind of learning and I I think also that in the pursuit of not hurting people we hurt them we hurt them because we weren't completely honest or you know, how do I say this? Just say it. You know, there's never going to be a, a a right way to say something for everyone. There's never going to be one universal way to say it. I think that you say things with as much love and care as you possibly can. And you're not going to always get the reaction you want, right? But at the end of the day, you know, like I told you, I've told guys like, hey, I'll, I just didn't feel a connection or I don't want to pursue it. I don't want to waste their time because me telling you that I'm not feeling something after one date where we spent time together and I knew that I'm not really, nothing's going to come out of this romantically for me. They might not like it and they may feel a little burned or hurt, but they're going to get over that way quicker than had I wasted their time and now told them two, three months later because Time, you can't get your time back. Definitely. And now you've invested feelings and emotions. That's a big component of it too. We'll probably have to have a part two. 
I would love to have a man on. It's just so hard to get these men to talk. They are really from like <laughs> Mars. Are men from Mars? That's what they say. Yes. <laughs> men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Yes. We are just two totally different species. And even for our married couples, I know that, um, I, you know, I listen to my own share of podcasts and a lot of the problems that I've heard for us single people, they kind of resurface in marriages because it's a constant work yes. and you're, you're, you're growing. And so it never really goes away, but I do really believe that if we can build a great foundation from the beginning and we're aware of these things and we're totally present, it'll help when we change in five years and now we don't know what our partner wants and needs, you know, from, from me and how do I help them but to hear that, even married couples deal with the same problems that, you know, people who are single and dating deal with was really mind blowing to me. So yeah, a combination of all these things, that Netflix show, single wives, I think it's amazing. I thought it was really insightful um, on the dating world in this age and how people, you know, in different situations find themselves single again and having to date and then, you know, marry people. And then the changes that come with that. So I'm really glad you hopped on with me. Thank you so much. I've, we've, I've been having technical difficulties all weekend with my internet and all that good stuff. But I love your insight and I love your perspectives. So now, seriously, any closing <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> Listen, I'm ready to love. No, let me stop. <laughs> I am ready for love. I think. Even, I believe that even in this dating thing, I have been open to just love on people, you know, and just my Mm -hmm. way of saying that has made me think about their feelings even more by thinking that logically, you know what I mean? It has helped me as far as like, wait a minute, you know, I don't want to say this or do this to hurt somebody because I start, so I feel like when Mm -hmm. I say that, it's like pouring love, like looking at you from my, that's why I say love on. Absolutely. Let's, let's, um, let's love on each other and let's take care of each other. Let's take care of each other. Dating doesn't have to be ugly. (laughs) It's like battle of the sexes out here. It doesn't have to be like that. It's all love we'll all figure it out one day and all we can do is just be true to ourselves and be as honest as as possible i think that's gonna go a long way well thank you so much girl and thank you to everyone who listens again episode two you're on this journey with me uh they will get better we have more topics we have more guests and let's just let's let's create our fairy tales Whatever they look like, whatever works for us and our partners, let's create our stories. Until next time, mi gente, episode three, two weeks from today. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.